0: Why, hello there. Or as we say in Finland, hey, thereve, This is the first episode of the First Generation Kids podcast. My name is Sara. And yes, that is a Finnish name with three big A's. So if you and I ever get into an argument online and you have the audacity to call me Sarah. I'm going to, before I even continue with the argument, I'm going to say, Hey, it's Sarah, S-A-A-R-A. My Aiti gave me that name. Anyway, so I looked around at all of my beautiful friends and I noticed just how many of them are first generation Americans, different cultures, different countries. But all of us inhabit this same strange spot, which is that you're straddling two cultures, but we're living together in a a very similar space as first-generation Americans. So I decided what I wanted to do is try to figure out how many commonalities we have, how many differences we have, uh, just sort of discuss people's stories. So the way that this is set up is I'm going to ask everybody, no matter which culture, country your parents come from, um, I will ask each first-generation American the same 12 questions. So it's a little bit like the, um, the Vanity Fair Proustian questionnaire. Same 12 questions for each person. And we're going to find out I mean, uh, just how much we have in common and how much is, is different. Um, and I want to say this. There was one friend of mine who, uh, I sent him the 12 questions because I was hoping he would take part. And he wrote back that he wasn't comfortable doing this because he felt that my questions seemed as though I was mocking people. And, um, so I really, really feel compelled to tell him and all of, all of you who are listening and anyone who is thinking about taking part, this is no way a mocking situation this is a celebration of all the things all the funny stories all the good stories all the weird stories but it is a celebration it is not a mockery and yes a lot of the stories that are being told are very very funny and i think that's a blessing because frankly if you look at the history of american comedy the backbone of american comedy comes from the first generation experience of what it is to be both on the inside and the outside and understanding both perspectives so to my friend who thought i was mocking i hope that when you listen to the first few episodes that you'll appreciate that we are not doing that at all we are celebrating and i also sincerely hope that you will change your mind and you'll come join us and tell your stories too all right let's get started so for this first episode I will answer the 12 questions because I certainly would never ask anyone a question that I would not be willing to answer myself. So the delightful and lovely Michael Sear will be asking the 12 questions of me for this first episode. And, uh, and then going forward, I will be the one to do that. Um, I don't know, man, I'm really excited about this. Let's see where this
1: goes. Okay. What is the most rewarding thing about being a first-generation kid?
0: For me, it's the idea that you have one foot in one country and the other in another country. And that's not always pleasant. It's, it's not always something that uh, makes you feel welcomed in either country. But it is something that I think we all have in common as first-generation kids and it's um, sort of like we then exist on our own little planet because it's just it's something in between both places, and um, and no one else can experience that except a first generation kid, and so I'm grateful to be part of that community.
1: What was the weirdest food you had to take to school or offer a friend?
0: Well, so anybody who knows me. Knows about my Yolu Tortu story. And um, essentially, in Finland, we have these very delicious, in my opinion, these delicious Christmas cookies, Yolu Tortu, but they are made with prunes. And, you know, uh, when you took a prune cookie to school, to an American classroom. I will tell you what, the kids did not want anything to do with those cookies. They thought they were disgusting. They were r- repulsed by it. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, and my mother worked very hard to make them very beautiful. If you, if you look up Yolo Tortu, uh, they're very beautiful and they're time consuming. Um, anyway, and so my, my mother, um, worked very hard with my father in his clinic and, And uh, one Christmas season, she woke up very early to, to make the Yolo Tortu so I could bring them to school. But I was so ashamed of them that I just, I didn't bring them. I just thought I'd rather bring nothing than bring Yolo Tortu. And for whatever reason, she found them in my in my room. I had hidden them, and she managed to find them. And she was so angry with me, and she just said, "I, you know, you are ashamed of your Finnish culture and Finnish history, and I will never ever make yolo tortu for your school again." And uh, and she did not. But uh, years and years and years later, when I understood the true value of the yolo tortu, uh, I was going to school. Uh, going to a university in, in London and I asked her for the recipe and she sent the recipe to me on, um, Dulcolax laxative paper. And you can Google Dulcolax if you don't know what that is. Um, anyway, and from then on out, I have always made Yolo Tortu for every Christmas season and I'm very proud of it, but definitely the Yolo Tortu were the weirdest thing I had to bring to school.
1: Tell us a funny or wise expression your parents use that just doesn't translate well into English.
0: So, um, this is one that just mortified me. But, you know, looking back, it's not... Well, here. So, it, it's... And that's uh, like a fart in a pair of leather pants. Okay. and the idea is that a person is as uncomfortable as a fart in a pair of leather pants. And when you think about it, that makes perfect sense, right? Like, where is the fart going to go? The fart is stuck in those leather pants. But, you know, when somebody is using that kind of an expression and nobody knows that expression in this country um, and they try to translate it, it's it doesn't quite work. And Again, that's something that I think all of us first-generation kids have in common, that even if you translate it, it's something that's such a different um, perspective that people think, what are you talking about? Like a fart in a pair of leather pants? What?
1: How much do you identify with your parents' country?
0: Very, very much so. And um, I remember very clearly when I was a little kid, there was a Neil Simon movie. I forget which one it was because there was a time that Neil Simon could do no wrong. And there was just a ton of Neil Simon movies back to back to back. Anyway, it might've been chapter two. I'm not sure which one it was, but there's a line in the movie and these two guys are talking and, um, the line is something along the lines of, uh, oh, well there are no ugly women in Sweden they send them all to Finland. Well, my mom and I, we heard this and my mom lost her mind. She was furious with Neil Simon and she, (laughs) and again, this was pre-internet. This was very difficult, but somehow she managed to find Neil Simon's address. I don't know which address it was. It must've been just some movie I don't even, I don't know. I have no idea which address this was, but she made me write with my good English because, you know, my mother, she, she speaks very excellent English, but she's not so confident in her writing skills. So, and she, she made me write this letter to Neil Simon himself to say that we thought that was a very unfair thing to say about Finnish women and that Finnish women are beautiful and, uh, and it was not a funny joke. We did not find any humor in that particular joke. I have to say, Neil Simon did not write back
1: to us. What would you do differently if you raised a child in another country?
0: Well, for me, the, the one thing I would do differently is, um, I, I know that my mom was not very fond of um, celebrating uh, a lot of, American holidays. Like she, for example, Halloween was never a big deal for her because, you know, Halloween wasn't a big deal in Finland. And I love Halloween. I really do. It's one of my very favorite holidays. And so, um, you know, now actually, now that my mom is is older, she's getting into Halloween because of, because of me, because I kind of forced her. But um, for, for me, if I were raising a kid in a different country, I would definitely want to celebrate those those, um, particularly, uh, those festivals and holidays that are about that country that are very special to that country. Um, because I just think that's fun. I think it's a, it gives you some special, special value. Um, and you know, even actually as an American, it bugs me that we don't celebrate Mardi Gras in, in this country, except for in New Orleans. Like Mardi Gras is a fantastic celebration, so I'm a I'm a big believer in celebrating all of the great festivals as best we can.
1: Tell us about a time you rescued your parents from an American-style social faux pas.
0: Well, so um, this is one of those questions that I'll kind of flip on its head uh, because it it just made me so angry. Uh, so I was working at CNN and in Atlanta, their headquarters. And, um, so my mom had come, had come to visit me and we went to this very nice restaurant. It was one of the fancy restaurants. I'd looked it up like, Oh, this is where we have to go. This, this is where we go to get the delicious food and this great, uh, fancy experience here in Atlanta, Georgia. Anyway, so, um, the, uh, the server comes over and, um, and she speaks with me and then my, my mother places her order. And this woman says in might I add, which was a very, uh, very thick Southern accent. I just want to say this. I'm not going to do an imitation of it, but um, she, she, in a very thick Southern accent, she said to me, can you translate for your mother? I have no idea what's coming out of her mouth right now. Is that even English? So I said, well, actually, I'm not going to translate for my mother, but you can hear this from me. We are leaving Um, you are so rude and you, you do not deserve to even listen to my mother. Anyway, so we just left the restaurant, but, um, that was one of those moments where I just thought, I can't believe that you would be so disrespectful. And, um, it just hurts you when, when you're on that other side of the first generation experience and you just want to protect this, this person who made all these who made the trip, who, who, uh, who came to this country, who made all the sacrifices and, and, uh, and, and had such a strength to come here. And then some idiot at a restaurant says, I don't understand what's coming out of your mouth when that person is speaking perfect English. It just has an accent, but uh, it's perfect English. So that would be my answer to that question.
1: What was your proudest moment as a first generation kid?
0: Um, well, actually, this is kind of a, a strange answer, strange answer. Um, I was visiting my mom's hometown of Lapua in Finland, very small little village in Finland. And I hadn't seen my cousins in quite some time. And my cousin Tuka is a pretty quiet person as a lot of Finns are, you know, there's, there's plenty of, um, jokes about Finns, not, uh, really being that keen on conversation. Um, you know, there's a, there's a classic joke about, uh, you know, the, the, the Finn and the American in a sauna together. And, and the American says, uh, how are you? And then 20 minutes pass and the American says, well, aren't you going to answer? And then the Finn says, what, are we going to talk here all night? Um, anyway, so Tuca had been quite quiet and then,